When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. This episode contains a graphic story with elements that may be triggering for some. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the friend zone. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesco, also known as K-Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. I'm Dustin Ross, and this is the news that you can use. First up, Adrienne Bailone Houghton revealed on her talk show The Real that she does not wash her hands after using the bathroom at her home. This would explain recent <laughs> reports alleging that Evelyn Braxton was overheard saying the bitch couldn't come in my house. Next, Real Housewife of Atlanta, Nene Leakes, was recently a guest on Angela Yee's Yip's Lip Service podcast, <laughs> where she revealed that husband Greg Leakes had been caught inappropriately communicating with one of her swag boutique employees. This really happened, y'all. When asked if he was able to and how he was able to get Nene to forgive him, Greg said he simply initiated sex by telling Nene, let's do it, shit. What? <laughs> and finally... Howard University has requested that students do not return from spring break and is making all classes online only due to the coronavirus outbreak. Many students were left without resources to travel home, especially international students. Harvard University has responded to backlash for this by issuing an internal statement to students saying, y'all smart, figure it out. Welcome everyone to the friend zone. <laughs> oh I guess they figured God. the motherfuckers made it to Harvard shit. Y'all can figure the All rest out. All jokes aside, though, that's wild. Aren't that crazy? Like you just don't belong here no more. So figure and they're your life really out. they're really leaving it to the students to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Italy is paying people's mortgage payments. Put the whole mortgage thing on pause. Like you know what? Pause life. Y'all just make sure y'all stay healthy. <laughs> oh, imagine that. Imagine mm. that. Mm. It was some hands shook <laughs> that I saw. And to me, that means that you are vulnerable and exposed to it, right? Now, if somebody tests positive for it or whatever and you shake their hand or whatever, then that means that you are now vulnerable. But it's a right? yeah. Yeah, okay. Y'all seen the reports, right? <laughs> all right. Welcome, everybody, to the Friend Zone. Your weekly look into all things mental health, mental oh. wellness, mental hygiene. Yeah. Hygiene. If never before this podcast has been about <laughs> mental hygiene. Damn it, that's what it's about now. Amen. Because who in the hell wants a musty and or see also corona brain? <laughs> I know I don't. <laughs> hey, friend, how you doing? I'm good. How are you guys doing? <laughs> have you guys still been taking the train? Yeah, I have. Have you been shook? Yeah. Nope. I haven't either. I'm like, as long as no one's coughing. <laughs> First of all, I'm not nasty. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wash my hands. Yeah. When I come in my apartment anyway, we live in filthy-ass New York City. Right. So what y'all been doing? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Truly. I ain't worried about I ain't worried about a damn thing. I just want to thank God that usually when I get on the train, it's, you know, about empty. <laughs> so I can always get me a seat or late, find me a good or corner. usually? Just usually, like, the times that I leave, like, I'm, like, early. So right before the rush or there's, like, a lot of people on the train or, like, if it's super late when everybody's coming kind of like just not fucking with the train so 
I just be kind of skirting by people like, oh, it looks clean over there, even though it ain't clean nowhere because it's New York City. But you know when I do get nervous though, y'all, when I see like them student groups. Oh. Kids oh. getting out of school and oh. shit. I, I like in my head. I hear the typical, you know, uh, sound bite that they use when something horror, something's about to happen in a horror movie. That mm-hmm. <laughs> I hear that every time I see like the kids getting out of school and they get on the train car with me. I feel that. I feel that very that, much. Think about how much ringworm and bullshit kids be bringing home from school. Coronavirus is just waiting to be picked up. On top of them stupid ass challenges, them kids be doing like they were bringing back up with old boy licking the ice cream, talking about how he just got. I think he recently got sentenced or some the shit. Book at his oh, ass. that's I right. Like, I don't want to see kids on the train because uh, I don't know what stupid challenge they got going on. Now I want to be played into whatever they got. They going need on. to put it's him in the freezer. Or yeah, that honestly. video that went viral of the little girl licking the bar. Did you see? Oh my god! <laughs> Somebody <laughs> said she, that was a vaccine right there. She's <laughs> gonna be good. <laughs> well, on that note, so Yuck. let's jump into the black business of the week, shall we? Is it black? Is it the blackest? It is. So, a young hey. lady by the name of Savina reached out to me to tell me about her cousin's company. Isn't Savina. that sweet? That's a beautiful name. It is very pretty. It's Savina. So, um, she it's said like that a his... health system, <laughs> like you know, like a doctor network or whatever, like a uh-huh. care network. <laughs> Savina Health Systems. It does. Savina said <laughs> that. <laughs> Her cousin's name is Jeff Jenkins, and he created a brand called The Chubby Diaries. Mm. She says in her message to me, she said he fights for body positivity in the travel community. Uh, so if you go on chubbydiaries.com, you'll be able to watch his videos of his travels because he documents everything. He also has blog posts. So if, let's say, you're someone who rather read what he's going, where he, wait, why are you making that face? Because all I can hear is the Alicia Keys song in my head and all I want to sing is, just think of me as the pages in your oh my chubby God. diaries. <laughs> Asante's brain. Sorry. Okay, I got it on my system now. Um, What I loved about this site is that he also has a schedule where you can see what cities he's hitting next. And if you want to join him, it even breaks down how much the trip will cost. He'll be your tour guide. You want to come with your friends. I love that. And like I said, you can also see where he's been, the kind of excursions he jumps into, as well as his favorite restaurants. He takes cooking classes in a lot of these cities. So it's just a lot to do. And I love that he has it all on ChubbyDiaries.com. It's like a hub where nice. you can find all of his information. More the resource. And we need more people that are exactly like us in the travel um, industry and especially in media like that. Like, we yeah. need that. It's very necessary. So mm-hmm. shout out to the Chubby Diaries. And look how cute his site is. Oh, nice. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> yeah. It's I love cool. that. It's yeah. very cool. I'm showing them the site. It's oh, clean, too. Right? right? Mm-hmm. And he's been on Forbes, Travel Noir, so oh, okay. yeah, he's a real deal. He's a real deal. He's catching some some steam. So chubbydiaries.com spelled out the right way. <laughs> no, no X's and <laughs> random Z's. Okay. No V's for A's. <laughs> right, or... No E's for A's, no threes for E's. Um so check him out and shout out to Jeff Jenkins and his cousin Savina for putting us on. Savina, you're a real one. You are a real mm-hmm. one. And that's it for this week's Black business are you guys ready to jump into the recap i believe so so on last week's episode titled a frozen potato (laughs) (laughs) it left me with a lot of joy to send that to you guys at six in the morning (laughs) 
<laughs> my butt got cold when I read it. I was like, oh, no. I was like, oh, well, okay, I'm not doing it. So on last week's episode, we took it easy and we caught up on our 2020 thus far and discussed whatever random topics came to mind. One of those freebies. And as always, you guys had a ton to say. So who stood out to you, Asante? Well, I want to give a very, very special shout out. Um, This is actually kind of like a, in the Twitter streets. But uh, I want to give a shout out to Spooky, a.k.a. Spookoon. Spookoon. Uh, she tweeted us a really, really, really cute oh, photo man, of all of us. she's so tight. And she's always supported and always just drawn really cute photos of us. And I just think she's really dope. And she's a great talent. So if you're looking for some art that you want done, you want something really, really cute, you should hit up Spokoon. She's really, really dope. And if you want her name spelled out, it's actually, it's her name is Spokoon, or that's what she goes by. But her name on Twitter is Boito June. So it's B-U-W-W-I-T-O-J-O-O-N. But I just have to give, give her a shout out because I just love I just love the little I can't take cartoons it. that she's done about right. us. So they're just dope. I want that on like stuff. I Risk do game too. crazy. <laughs> I do For too. Real. Like it looks like, it, like if we had like a little cartoon like in the morning or something. That would be so yes. fucking dope. So adorable. Oh, we need to cool. like she's work so with her and then someone that can animate yes. that for some type of theme yes. or something. You know, just yes. to have it as an intro to things, I think would be really yes. cute. But I she's tight too, all friend. around. All her work is tight. So just check her out. I just had to shout her out. But that's it, that's what stood out to me. What about you, friend? What stood out to you in those SoundCloud streets? Yeah, so first, let me shout out Amazingly underscore me, who was the comment I had picked last <laughs> week. She was such a good sport. Or let me say they, because I don't know who it is. Um, but they were a good sport about it. They cracked up, and they were like, I get it that the combo wasn't about Carlton, but come on, though. It was the hot button issue on the show. So I love it. I love when people are good sports when we <laughs> pick, well, when Dustin picks on their comment. <laughs> 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 no, but I I agreed. I agreed, and I love when right, people she can kind of play. That shit. No, that's not what I agreed <laughs> with. <laughs> you don't twist my words. But the gotcha. comment that I wanted to do was, "It's me." She says the topic of getting sick and having a job resonated with me because I've been on both sides of the working world. I worked in retail for six years, and even if I was sick as a dog, usually caused by me interacting with hundreds of customers, handling money, touching dirty products all day. Mm. I would have to beg my boss to let me call out. Usually we just come in visibly sick uh, because we were tired of mm -hmm. politicking over the phone to a manager that always thinks we're lying. And we just tough it out or leave early. Mm -hmm. Now I work for a pharmaceutical company. They're actually working on the coronavirus research. And they stress that if you're sick, Please stay home. Work from home. We can pick up your slack. Their biggest reason is not getting a virus in the manufacturing area and contaminating product. But they should keep the same energy in retail because you contact so many people, you could really be patient O and infect the whole ass town. Mm. Mm. Mm -mm. <sighs> I hated playing that game. Showing up to work just to get sent home. Like, damn, I got to go all the way there just for them to believe me. Right. So then I just got fed up and I called like, you either believe me or you don't, but I am not moving. <laughs> Especially when they kept going up on the MTA back then. Woo. Hated that. But it ain't no better feeling than leaving work early and going home, getting in the motherfucking mm -hmm. bed. I know. Oh, them sheets hit different, y'all. Yes. <laughs> that that second time around, I'm telling you. Like, or even when you call in sick and then you oh, roll, and you and roll, you roll turn over, over, you be uh -huh. like, 
Good TV night. be good. <laughs> All the morning shows be interesting. Why is that? Like, Why does yeah. that make the energy in the room feel different? You watch All the court shows watch. are good. Yes. <laughs> It'd be the most interesting cases. Like, Judy. Ain't she retiring or something? She is. 25 yeah. years, That's right? That's crazy. I She's doing something seasons. else, though. Isn't she going to do... She's got another project coming. Well, another yeah. She was joining Mike yes. Bloomberg's campaign. Oh. Also... <laughs> Mm. Anyway, I'll never forget that <laughs> time I was watching Judge Judy and that um, dude said something about them wrinkles in her forehead. And she was like, oh, 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 oh. Wait a minute. You're uh-huh. kidding me. She's like, do, I, do you see, do you see um, stupid on my forehead or something like that? He was like, I don't see stupid on your forehead, but, you know. No, he. Wow. He lost. <laughs> but also, shout out to Judge you Lynn You dumbass. Uh-oh. Yes. Shout out to Lynn Toller. Miss yes. Toller. She's leaving divorce court, and the judge, Faith Jenkins, is assuming her position. Oh, Lord, of course she and is. And Lynn Toller, she's going on to new things. She made a, a short. I'm starting to really be in love with like her personality mm-hmm. online. Ever since that video of her, her dancing, dancing that time. I, I knew that what was video? Send it to I, me. I will. But, um, but I think anyway. you want to say the video with Roller Ray. Well, that too. <laughs> All the fuck. Bye. Rolling Ray. I love Rolling Ray, man. So much. Anyway. Um, I would die if you ever popped this one of our said shows. That, oh, <laughs> me too. She said that um, she, she alluded to new things coming for her. So she's probably got some what? super big project coming up. And I heard her role on Marriage Boot Camp is getting amplified too. So, yeah, I noticed this season the, TV, the, the, the yeah. white lady ain't been there. Yeah, I was like, damn. Right. They was like, we want Judge Wait, Toler. Wait, she's the judge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's the judge on marriage weekend. She comes, she she does something yeah, on she, the show. She comes like in that. for like exercises and usually yeah. they involve oh, okay. like some sort of like uh like marriage court or counseling. Very cool. Yeah. Oh, shout out to Miss Toler. A whole television personality, baby. Yes. And she spent, was it 13 years on divorce court? Wow. That's a check. Them wow. judge shows, yes. that is a chick yes. Zach. They be on me? it for a long time. Y'all seen Judge Joe Brown? He be on Twitter. Oh my God. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I saw when um the flyer for the Black Twitter Live went up, he was underneath it like, Black Twitter Live? I don't see my name on it. <laughs> Damn. I was like, imagine Joe Brown Yo, when, pulled up. When I seen Jack A on there, I was Jack like, oh, wow, well, I'm about to RSVP now in the Jack A. And we couldn't even go because of the goddamn yep. coronavirus. Yep. Ain't yeah, that crazy. but they're going to reschedule, I'm sure. Yeah. Right? Any damn way. So <laughs> this is what I found in the streets because I didn't sit here and got pissed off. <laughs> um, it's so much stuff. First of all, shout out to Holly Berry for two reasons. Holly Berry. So it was reported that Sarah Palin and Holly Berry are distant relatives, some sort of way. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yep. And so Holly Berry responded to a tweet from the Daily Blast Live that uh, referenced that or whatever. And she said, she may be on the tree, but she ain't, in all caps, invited to the cookout. <laughs> oh. Holly said that. Then, what intern took over her Twitter? Then, wait, there's more. Then yesterday, so I'm just browsing Instagram. As a matter of fact, we're going to deviate somewhere we've never been before. Let's go. Let's take a hard left into the Instagram oh, streets. Sure. Let's go. So I was in the Instagram streets, you know, shout out to Cash Dial. Cash Dial. You know, we, we communicate on Instagram. I'm up. I'm, <laughs> 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 Wake your ass up, <laughs> bitch! I'm up. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> so, so I had to do it. That was a good. Okay. 
TikTok. <laughs> Yo, TikTok <laughs> is taking over my it's, life. Somebody please get it going. off of my phone. It's going. TikTok is going. Raymond so, Simone on there now, too? We, are, we should what? do a TikTok. Yes. We should do one of the challenges. I Did I not just she, tell you Fran that? Fran was just talking about I this just on told Friday Asante Saturday. That. Like, she was just I was just like, let's do the renegade. Let's make a new challenge. But I called like, it the retrograde. I got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> she did. I, she I mean, did. we can start some new shit. <laughs> so okay. let me, so let me, so let me, let me, let me, let me drive. You know, through TikTok, <laughs> go back on into Instagram. <laughs> so Cash Doll posted like, I woke up this morning, and not only did Holly, did I find out that Holly Berry posted my song, but she follows me too or whatever. So I was like, what? So I go to Holly Berry's Instagram stories. Homegirl had a full out What's like going? jam session playlist. Everybody, Cash Doll, so so many rappers, so many like dope new artists. Like Holly Berry is with the shits, y'all. She is with the shit. That's dope. So okay. and I, I I tweeted about it um because I just wanted people to see it and everybody that went over there was like, oh my God, like play I played all them songs that I worked out this morning, all this shit. She was going in, y'all. Shout out to Holly Berry. We still want to see her on the screen. Everybody, she had Ice JJ Fish on there. I'm just playing. I'm just uh-uh. <laughs> Something about the Holly. <laughs> oh my God. Ooh, That's Lord. why it's important to keep youngins around you too. It mm-hmm. is. You gotta stay with it. Cause they put you on. Yeah. So all the new shit. Otherwise, you'd be all the in new slang. I ain't even this, gonna hold you. What's going on in the streets? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you know how to do them Brooklyn dances. Yep. The ones that you do, to like the you know the drill music and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we went to dinner the other day, and I was at the table doing it. I was like, I can't Fran stop. Been it's in. TikTok. Fran been getting it. Fran finna become a you big TikTok star. You saw I'm kind of dope though. Look, yeah, no, you nice. I you mean, nice. I'm nice with it. Fran nice with it now. Watch. She got she got her own little swag and everything. <laughs> in you, honor, in honor of this calendar month, <laughs> the last tweet that I want to wrap this segment up with, yes, please, comes from at Nasi. Now, okay. Because this is ridiculous, but I like what you tweeted, so I'm going to be patient and, and steadfast <laughs> oh and repeating God. this Twitter name. Uh-oh. It is OXOX, Lena OXOX. But okay. it took me a Not minute to bad. figure out that the O's and the X's meant. Hugs you know, and kisses. Yeah. So anyway, she said, just heard March Madness in a New York club, and that shit hit different. Look at Dustin. I get it now. So I had to say. I don't even need to really expound. If you've been listening to this show, you already know. If you yeah. know, you know. That and the Meek Mill intro, I already, I, that's friend, you all day. I can't help it. <laughs> so anything you guys need to announce before we jump in? Um, yes, I did a wonderful guest spot on the Harder Soft podcast with uh, my boys Orlando and Tahoe TV. Um, it's going to be dropping really soon. I also did um, Hello White People with Funny Julius and um, Orlando, Orlando and um, <laughs> Savoy from Eat, Pray, Thought. Okay, wow. Um, so that was fun. Uh, what a, It was something else I was supposed to mention, but it'll come back. It's all going to come back. Oh, shit. How? Before I even forget. Um, or no, we already talked about that, didn't we? Yes, that's it. Go ahead. <laughs> well, my birthday's on Sunday. You feel oh. me? I turned 32, you know, 2020. Time flies. We here. You know what's crazy? I found the napkin to your party the other day. I was like, I oh, shit. I still have one of those a napkins. Keepsake. A keepsake. I still have one of those napkins because I put it in the back of um, 
shout out to Fatima. Dub she gave me for my birthday that year, uh, like a book, and it was just a bunch of like my Instagram posts at the time, like pictures oh, of me so and all tight. my friends. So yeah, shout out, shout out to Crystal for doing them napkins and yep. that whole birthday and the little plate and the, and the well the whole thing because she did the catering from Sunny's Barbecue, mm-hmm. which you know was the shit. Mm-hmm. So you know my birthday's always lit, but you know keeping it low key this year. What are you gonna do? I don't know. <laughs> I have weed, so I'm fine. Right. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all. Now Lord we can get it started. Hey, HBCU fam. Get ready to turn up the energy. McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have $1 million in scholarships at 53 HBCUs for 66 brilliant students. This year, you could be one of them. But time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. Remember we had, we've done like, what is it? Friend Zone, Crime Zone. Yes, yes. With the Natalia Grace and Jan Broberg and then Dustin brought in, how do we even describe the case that you brought in? Yeah, honey, you had to be there. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. when you were talking about the case you had found on Reddit, Mm -hmm. I was telling you guys about a case that I had read under their confessions Mm -hmm. thread. Mm -hmm. They have a forum. They have two that I look at. It's the confessions one and one that's, I think it's called like Getting Off My Chest like getting it off my chest. I was about to be like, wait a minute, friend. (laughs) You've been a little too transparent today. (laughs) Let's get a little bit more opaque. (laughs) No. Okay. (laughs) So they're very, very interesting because, you know, it's anonymous. So people are very raw and real. Oh, I love shit like that. I mean, it gets a little interesting. So this is the one that I had told you guys. (sighs) And I finally found it. It took forever to find it. It was, but I got it. So I was like, let me actually read it today on this episode. So... This is the Confessions oh, Lord. <laughs> episode. Every so, time I was in LA, I was with my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so here's the title. I stood by and allowed my wife to almost kill our son. What? Mm-mm. And I was happy she did it. <gasps> nope. No, thank you. Ooh. You ready? Ooh, 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 ooh. Here we go. Who wrote this? My, uh, mommy dearest nigga. <laughs> mommy dearest boy, baby daddy wrote this shit. <laughs> it's posted by a crazy son throwed off. <laughs> they threw a nigga off. They threw him off a balcony. Well, I mean, I ain't gonna tell you that. Then it'd be pointless to read it. <laughs> I think they just did. <laughs> no, no, no. So my no. son, you ready? Mm-hmm. My no. son was very troubled. Very troubled. If you've seen the movie, We Need to Talk About Kevin, it will really help to understand what I'm talking about. Because I swear to God, when I watched that film, I thought I was watching a documentary of my life. I felt like the writer must have had hidden cameras in my damn house. That's how accurate it was. The only difference is that in the movie, the boy appears normal to his father and only reveals his true nature to his mother. With my son, he didn't have that mask. His insane behavior was the same with everyone. You know, I got to do the crime junkie voice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> From the day he was born. No, mm. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, please do it. Please. <laughs> From the day he was born, my son just came out wrong. He was planned. He was a breach? No. He came out the wrong way. He was planned. My wife and I tried to get pregnant and were ecstatic. 
ecstatic when he was born. Then be the worst kids. He was wanted and loved. We showered affection on him and really tried to give him a happy childhood. But from the day we brought him home from the hospital, he was miserable. He cried for 13 months straight. (laughs) I'm not exaggerating. 13 months without a break. He cried until he had no voice left and kept crying. You could see his little face scrunched up and no sound coming out. Totally hoarse. There were times he would literally be crying in his sleep. I've never seen or heard of any other kid able to do that. We brought him to doctors, specialists, tried changing his diet, held him, rocked him, toys, swaddling, music, mobiles, mobiles, mm-hmm. mobiles. mobiles. <laughs> everything we could think of. Nothing worked. 13 months of grading, grinding, no sleep, hell. I don't believe that. I just need to know why the baby sounds so miserable. First of all, if the baby was crying till the damn mouth was dry, your baby would have died. <laughs> and like crying in the so, sleep. So you, like... over, you already over-exaggerating. So now I'm automatically on the baby's side. Now, unless this motherfucker starts, I don't you know, know how long you're going to say that. Okay, okay, okay. Because <laughs> he, must, it's, it, he, oh, he got to give goodness. me something else other than a newborn was crying <laughs> too much. Don't tell me. You know what? Babies okay, cry. Ready? I'm terrified. So once he got over got the no crying stage... We thought we were out of the woods. So month 14. But it quickly became clear that for some unknown reason, he was just angry at being alive. I never saw that kid have a genuine, joyous smile, not once in the time I knew him. I saw him grin a vicious, horrible grin many times, taking a perversive pleasure from causing pain or suffering or breaking a rule. But a smile from real pleasure at something nice? No. Never, not once. He had no interest in anything positive. He the was baby is a year old. <laughs> then I, then right, I rationalizing. Right. He was fueled by hate, and everything he did was bent towards that. Did they say what city this was in? No. As soon as he could walk, his mission in life was to destroy things. He would break or try to break anything that came in his range, smash it, chew it, throw it in the toilet, whatever he could. That sounds like a normal kid. After a while, he figured out how to get his diaper off and took great pleasure in shitting and pissing anywhere and everywhere that he could. Okay, now Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> Houston, we have a problem. Now I've entered the chat, okay? Because <laughs> y'all know I draw the line. You're gonna be, the only thing you're going to be shitting up is your damn back. Like a normal baby, you think you're going to be shitting my wallpaper and... Persian rugs I thought you and shit. Just said he's only one years old. That was when the diaper was on. <laughs> he said he was on his side. First of all, you need to cover up any damn way. Put your guy your diaper. I've tear them little legs up. After a while, all he... you need is a little ruler or a paint stirrer, friend. That's it. Not you a just paint tie, you just you just tap that little leg about? one time. Ah, 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 don't do that. Ah, ah. And they would have stopped all that. After a while, he figured out that he could hide it. Hi, what? The and doo-doo? started pissing and shitting in places we wouldn't find right away. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, see. I'm telling you, every time they you get were the me, ones offending the kids. But kid. now I'm back on the kid side because you know every inch of your house is in a door. It's your house. So what you mean somewhere I wouldn't look? Like, like, like what if, access is that damn baby gonna have? Okay, let's talk about it. Oh lord, grinding it into carpets. Making it even more of a problem to clean and making the house stink. When he got older, ages 9 to 15, he would piss and shit in our bed. Okay, now, now, (laughs) 
this is their fault <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Until we got a lock on our door and he wasn't able to get in he anymore. He was allowed to do it for that long? Then he just take a <laughs> dump in the hallway in front of our room. That biological... <laughs> Could you imagine? Wait, can we just? I, this motherfucker, he wouldn't have seen double digits fucking with me. Because <laughs> right. at seven, eight, and nine years old, you know what the fuck you doing? Okay? Between nine and fifteen, I'm like, what do you do? Are you, you you snatch his motherfucking ass up, and you be like, have you lost your motherfucking mind? You shit in the bathroom, you and like, you put his face in it like you do a damn dog. Well, what if that doesn't stop him? It will. You you, you, you whoop his ass, you and you get him hands. under control. That's crazy as fuck. You handcuff him to the toilet paper roll. That biological, <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? That biological warfare started around oh, a, no. two and a half years old and he never grew out of it. This father is overdramatic. I'll try to speed it up as I could literally go on for days about this stuff. But as he grew older, he became more and more unmanageable. He would bite, kick, scream, scratch, and spit at anyone trying to do anything with him. I don't play that shit. He was kicked out of school twice before he was nine, then let him back in and then kicked him out for good. He had to change schools. The next one put him in a special class that kept him away from the other students. We had to install a door and lock on the kitchen because he would steal knives and use them to gouge the walls, furniture, or chase people with them. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin. I'm sorry, but that was funny. Or chase people with them. <laughs> when he was 10, he, he stabbed me pretty good in the hip and ass. I still have... <laughs> Damn. I still have the scars. Now came Michelle. <laughs> As he grew older. Can't raise a man. <laughs> As he grew older, he grew darker. He now moved see, into setting. Shit. <laughs> no, stop it. He moved into setting things on fire. Uh-uh. And torturing local animals. Why would you have him have access to fire, you know, to, to things that can can create fire if he's already been damn near killed the whole motherfucking house? Why does he have access to anything that he can even set on fire? They're not doing their jobs. I mean... Sorry-ass parents. There it's was always a, been parents' There fault. was a stray dog that hung out around the park near our house. Uh-oh. My son. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> My son blinded it in one eye with a barbecue fork. That is Justin. not funny, Dustin Yo. Ross. He would dip cats' tails in gasoline and light them on fire. <laughs> Dustin, what is... Oh, my God. I want to leave. I'm out of here. So do the cats. <laughs> Oh, no. I guess he figured the motherfucker got nine lives. Shit, I'm taking one at one of. <laughs> he became a violent, stinking, vicious beast that lived in our house, and we couldn't do anything with him. I will Shit. take this opportunity okay. to preempt the tsunami of messages. Yes, we had the kid in fucking therapy. He saw a psychiatrist that, that, twice a week. Therapy. He saw a psychiatrist. You need a, belt. you need a belt. That's what you need. You need a leather belt. And, and physical a therapy long after one that. That you can, a multi, you, let me tell you, hold on. 
multi-purpose. You need one that you can fold over, like the loop strap. And You're you need not one, supposed to hit kids anymore. That one you are. You, you get, well, you <laughs> get one. one. You get a, a long one with a big waist size so you can wrap mm. it around your hand Conscious and then parenting. have it like a whip. You have to mm. talk to kids mm. now. Well, that you, one ain't what, talking. What y'all gonna talk about? <laughs> that one ain't talking. That one's mm. primal. Talk to him while what? He's stabbing you in the ass? Mm -mm. This is literally, it's either your ass or mine. <laughs> literally, according <laughs> to this motherfucker. He should walk around shanking motherfuckers <laughs> in the butt cheek. This eyes-ass child. What is going on? Well, he mm -hmm. saw a psychiatrist twice a week and had God knows how many different medications prescribed to him over the years. The problem is nothing worked. Therapy didn't work. Meds didn't work. Nothing fucking worked. <sighs> they should have let that little nigga drink. He was like a poison cloud. You know what? A nine-year-old drink. Yep, because don't they be doing that shit over in Europe? Them kids be drinking and shit, don't they? They have wine know. at dinner. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he needs to just chill. Like, I would, personally, I would have been like, you know what? Just give him weed. We both stop. Not even weed. He needs alcohol. <laughs> they should have been putting whiskey in the bottle when he was crying as a baby. Child. Yeah, like a nighttime. You know, yeah. put a, numb his little gums up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, yeah. put a little Hennessy yeah, on his Yeah, maybe that's what they should have been doing to him as a baby. Because, you know, that was a thing. Let him dry the boat. Oh no, my screen just went away. Not let he him drive it. the boat. <laughs> that boy did that shit. Okay, it came back. So he was like a poison cloud of hate and fury lashing out at anything in his reach. When my son was 16, my wife got pregnant again. I can't tell you how different our reaction was. Instead of joy, we felt horror this time. This pregnancy had not been planned, and we were really at a loss over what to do. My son had been such an unending nightmare for 16 years, we couldn't take the idea of starting again from the beginning. It was miserable. We talked a lot about terminating, but access to abortion was not as easy in those days as it is now, and my wife was very against it. We talked about many options. In the end, we decided that my wife would have the baby. And if it turned out evil, we would put it up for adoption. Wow. <laughs> you know, we buy, you fry. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Wow. You, you deal with the motherfucker. That is a horrible thing to do. Can you imagine? Do. We if she wanted an abortion, all they had to do was tell the other one because, you know, he was probably going to get mad and try to kill that baby. You can, technically, they could have put that other motherfucker up for adoption at 16. Okay, emancipate him. Yeah, or put his ass in, put him out. Shit. Well, they knew they just couldn't do it again with another child like their son. We had a daughter. She was normal. Suddenly we saw what our lives should have been like the whole time, how things would have been had our son not been himself. I told you it'd be them planned babies. She laughed at things. She breastfed without biting. She didn't have teeth yet anyways, but you could tell she was trying to eat, not tear her mom's breast off. <laughs> After four months, she was sleeping through the night. She was happy. She was normal. I can't describe the relief and happiness we both felt. I don't have the words for it. This is where I believe I may have started really pulling back from my son. Up until that time, whatever mistakes I made, I had always tried to do the best for my son. I'm convinced of that. I tried to help him and love him and care for him. I really, really, really tried. But when my daughter was born, my wife and I both instinctively just turned toward her. She became our focus, not from malice, but just because she was so much easier. She was so happy and sweet. Every moment we were with her was like magic. I understand this is wrong, but we honestly couldn't help it. I don't have a better explanation than that. My son hadn't given a shit. shit about my wife being pregnant. I honestly don't know if he really understood it. 
But when we brought our daughter home, he started acting out even more. I didn't think it was possible, but he took it up another notch. Mm. At this time, though, he was 17. I seen that comment. And we were having blowout screaming matches daily. Usually after we fought, he would storm out of the house and disappear for hours at a time or come back the next morning. It was a relief. I started to actually look forward to our fights because it would get him away from us for a while. (laughs) Get him out! (laughs) Get out! After the birth of our daughter, my relationship with my son was almost entirely gone. Oh, good. Our only real interactions were screaming at each other. My wife was even worse with him. She just had nothing left. By that time... (laughs) She just had nothing left. (laughs) Fuck this kid. Listen, you who, this is Sky. <laughs> Sky. Who is this about? <laughs> By that time, if our son even came into the same room as her, she would just stop whatever she was doing and start screaming, Get the fuck away from me. Get away. Get the fuck out. Sky. Until he left. He started spending more and more time out of the house, which was a blessing for us. I have no idea what he got up to out in the world. Lord, could you imagine? They didn't give a fuck. They hope it ate his ass up. (laughs) We were just happy it wasn't being inflicted on us. As a consequence of our son's behavior, we had invested heavily in locks around our house. (laughs) Dustin is killing me. All of the cheap, thin interior doors in our home had been replaced with thick, dense wood doors that couldn't be kicked through. <laughs> God damn. Equipped with wow. keyed locks that my wife and I carried keys to. I know it sounds extreme, but locks and heavy doors were the best way we had found to create safe spaces from him. Mm-mm. And again, before I'm inundated with messages, I was not locking my son in rooms like a prisoner. He had free reign of the house and could come and go as he pleased. My wife and I would lock ourselves in rooms to protect ourselves from him if anything we were the prisoners in our own home i wonder why he just ain't you start know, fighting them at this point well he probably had to wait till he was 18 to really whoop his ass probably they probably just didn't want to touch him you know he could have been whooped their asses so that 18th them, birthday baby i'd have been hitting my <laughs> my fist in my palm i'd have been like i've been waiting on this day <laughs> right here dead. i like how they threw in the biting of the nipple way later because had you said that earlier i'd have been like oh i'm out like like trying to bite her breast yeah, off. yeah like, chewing tits is where we draw like, the yeah line. that's that's really fucked up like your own mother <laughs> no and you know you can't no So, (laughs) on the day in question, I had fought with my son in the morning, and he had left the house in a rage. My wife and I were enjoying some peace and quiet (laughs) in the kitchen while our daughter napped in our bedroom. And then my daughter began crying. Any parent who has young children can tell you, you get used to your child's cries, and you can tell after a while what they need. They cry differently if they're hungry, need changing, or just restless and want to be held. Babies can communicate pretty well before they can speak, but this cry was none of those things. This cry was a cry of terror. The second we heard it, my wife and I were both up out of our chairs running to the room. The door was locked, of course, and it took a few seconds to get the right key and get it open. My son was in the room. We lived in a bungalow and the bastard had climbed in the window to get to her. He was standing over her crib with a steak knife in his hand. I have no idea where he got it. It wasn't one of ours. We controlled our knives very carefully and always kept them locked in drawers. I think he may have stolen it from one of our neighbor's houses. He had broken her skin twice already. 
Once in the belly and once on her arm, we could see blood running down. When I entered the room, he was dragging the back of the knife down her face. Not cutting, but almost tickling with tickling her with it, teasing her while she screamed. He looked up at us and smiled. Y'all, this is... I don't even know what I would do. I don't like this story. I hope it's just a story because I just want to choose to not believe this. But people go through this. I know they and do. have sociopath children. Like, this is terrifying. Some shit just don't sound right in your ears. And even hearing somebody doing harming an infant like that, it just makes your... It just makes your body just, I just don't coil. Like, I cannot believe this. So please tell me that they... Please tell me... <laughs> you know why stories like this mess with my head? Because I'm... I, You know, with the studies of, like, science and psychology and all the different topics that we've even covered on this show, mm-hmm. people's behaviors, usually you can, like, pinpoint what may have caused it, you know, or, like, mm-hmm. see life through their lens. But when a baby is born, like, off jump... Yeah. Just already angry at the world that's when i'm like wow that's something that i really want to look into more so what happened please tell me they sliced they got to slicing before i knew what i was doing i was already moving running to put myself between them i didn't even think about it i just moved instinctively even with that my wife got there faster it was like a movie on fast forward she got to our son and bashed his hand away, knocking the knife across the room and then shoved him with her whole body weight so hard that he flew away from the crib and bounced off the wall. Like Simone Sanders did at that Biden <laughs> rally that they, that they just happened. Did you see her come through there like sure she was in the did. Super Bowl? I picked up my daughter and <laughs> held her while my wife screened us. I could see her shaking, almost convulsing. I can remember the smell of the room, the sound of my daughter screaming and wailing, the look on my son's face as if he stood there just nothing blank dead there was nothing in his eyes no emotion he looked like an alien to me I watched my wife take a step toward him I could have reached out and stopped her but I didn't the daddy a bitch she stepped forward again very close to him I could have stopped her again but I didn't she waited looking at him for maybe three to five seconds without moving, and then she punched him in the face. Oh! <clears throat> Come on. Now, until this I'm point... I'm not satisfied still. You may have been it picturing... It took this point to them for, for her to lay hands. Like, what she said about her nipples. My motherfucking baby laying up here in his bassinet cut open. There is no stopping... What they say, ain't no stopping us now. We're on the move. Mm-hmm. That That's what time it is. Because I thought she was going to say she pushed him out the window. Now I would have clapped for that. Now, until this point, you may have been picturing my wife as a typical woman, small frame, dainty, delicate. This is not the case. My wife does have a small frame, but dainty and delicate, she is not. Never has been since I've known her. Since Real her early bitch, teens, give a fuck by the nigga. my wife has been a boxer. MMA didn't exist back then, but karate and boxing were big in those days, and my wife was very talented. She was about 130 pounds. She carried a lot of muscle and knew how to punch. I had 70 pounds on her back then, and I have no doubt that in a real fight between me and her, she could have and would have pounded me flat. Neither of us had ever laid a hand on our son in anger before, but something broke in her that day. Uh, the baby's skin. And all the years of anger and pain and sorrow and frustration just came pouring out. When she hit him, his head snapped back and blood started pouring out of his nose. All right. He hardly reacted. 
he just looked at her with this expression like he didn't even know how to process what had just wow. happened. So do it again. She waited another second and she hit him again. Yes. I could have reached out and stopped her. I could have dragged her out of the room, you taken her shit. away, calmed her, ass. but I didn't. I just stood there and watched while she systematically started to pound him to a pulp. Every time he brought his hands to cover one part, she would blast him somewhere else. <laughs> body, head, body, head, over and over. At this point, he started screaming, crying, yelling for her to stop. It's the most genuine reaction I'd ever seen him have to anything in his whole life. But she wasn't stopping. I watched her ramping up, hitting harder, faster, working him like a heavy bag. He tried to swing at her and she slipped him easily. She was on autopilot at this point, sinking down into her training. I stood there watching for a minute. Then I turned my back on them and took my daughter out of the room. This is intense. I'm upset. The daddy of Are bitch. you? I'm upset. What are you upset about? This is basically proving that all this young man wanted all this time was his ass whooped. Because <laughs> it's the only thing that made him react. <laughs> like, like that's what I, I, it sucks that they had to have this whole last little girl and she had to become a victim because they didn't want to handle his ass before they had another child. And I, again, I don't know if I believe this cat because ain't no way you, you married to... Creative um, story? Layla Ali, you know what I'm saying, all this time. And, and she y'all just, been just doing yoga boy run wild. Now. Like, what you mean? I mean, some people don't want to hit their kids. Right, that's true. Yeah. And, I, and I believe that. That's why yeah. it sucks that, you I know, wouldn't. I wouldn't either, I wouldn't but I would have hit that kid. I mean. You know what I'm saying? I brought my daughter to the kitchen and gave her a bath in the sink. <laughs> He's just like in his own world. I found that he had cut her a third time on the sole of her foot. All the cuts were superficial. I cleaned her up and held her until she calmed. In our bedroom, I could hear my son screaming, calling my wife horrible names, telling her he would cut her head off and fuck her corpse. Oh, wow. After a while, I didn't hear him saying anything anymore. Didn't even hear him crying out. I assumed that he must have been knocked out, but I could still hear her beating him. That went on for a long time. Long enough for my daughter to drift off to sleep in my arms. I just sat at the kitchen table waiting for her to finish. Finally, she came out and sat down across from me. Her hands were swollen. Her face and arms splattered with blood. Mm. Her chest was heaving. We just stared at each other without saying anything. After a while, I asked her, is he dead? She looked back at me and answered, I fucking hope so. I nodded. And that was all there was to say about that. I understood how she felt <laughs> perfectly. I felt the same. I didn't know what to do. So we just sat there waiting silently. Eventually, my wife started crying and went to go take a shower. And I just stayed there holding our daughter. After a long while, I heard moaning and sobbing coming from our room. So it turned out our son wasn't dead. I went in to see how bad it was and it was pretty bad. I've never seen a more merciless beating laid onto anyone before or since. He was lying on the floor, rolling around with blood leaking out of his face, lying in a pool of vomit. His nose was squashed flat out across his face. Both of his eyes, Dustin is dying over here. Both of his eyes were completely swollen shut, swollen shut excuse me, and started to blacken already. I could see that a couple of his fingers were bent at weird angles. <laughs> And he had pissed his pants. I think he must have been missing teeth, but I couldn't see any on the floor, but I couldn't see any in his mouth. 
From talking to my wife about it later, I now know that she had systematically beaten every part of his body. She told me she kicked him in the groin repeatedly until her legs got tired and had kept beating his body long after he had passed out. When my wife came out of the shower, I still didn't know what to do about our son. I didn't know whether to call the police or an ambulance to take him to the hospital myself. I honestly didn't have any idea what to do. After a while, I realized that I simply didn't care what happened, and we just decided to let him live or die on his own. There was an in-law suite in the basement that we had never really used, and my wife, my daughter, and I just moved down there. We simply ceded the top floor of the house to my son and locked everything down, separated our lives entirely. There was plenty of food in the upstairs cabinet, enough for a couple weeks or more. He had his own washroom and bedroom. We had our own washroom in the basement, a small kitchenette, and a separate entrance, so we just stopped going upstairs. We just decided we were done with him. I figured we'd let his food run out and see what happened. Isn't this just... Is this the end? <laughs> Almost. Oh, because I was like, they can't just you know leave it right there. I need to know what's going to Over the now. next few weeks, we could hear him moving around upstairs. I think he just spent most of the time lying in bed in recovery. I went to work watching on high alert in case he attacked me in the driveway, but he never did. My wife stayed home with our daughter, and she was never out of our sight. One night, we heard him going ballistic, smashing things and banging, but we didn't respond. He never even tried to get downstairs or get near us, though. I think he was afraid that if he got near us again, my wife might finish the job. <laughs> After three weeks down in the basement, we hadn't heard anything from up above for a few days. And I ventured upstairs to the main floor of the house to see what was going on. The place was demolished, but there was no sign of our son. He was gone. It took months to repair the damage he had done and get the main floor back to normal again. There was food and shit smeared all over the walls, broken glass, big holes in the drywall. He'd even ripped the walls apart. He tore up the linoleum, emptied an entire fire extinguisher into the living room. I feel thankful that he Damn. didn't burn the house down with us in it. I'm honestly not sure why he didn't. The kid wasn't shy about lighting things on fire. After that, I lived in fear every day that he would come back that he would ambush us out of the blue and try to kill us. We moved house about three years later. It's crazy that they stayed there. That's, I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here like, how long is this lie going to go on? Like, how do you just stay Super there? Super disbelief. And I finally stopped being afraid that he would show up again, as now he has no idea where we were. I finally self felt safe from him. All this happened a long time ago. My son was born in the spring of 1971. My daughter was born in 88. I'm an old man now. I'll be 70 this year. My wife passed from cancer in 2016. Mm. My daughter's 31 now. I moved in with her and her husband after my wife passed. I've got two granddaughters, and they are the joy of my life. I see a therapist a couple times a month to talk about all this. I don't know where my son is. The last time I saw him was when he was lying on the floor of our bedroom, bleeding and smashed. I haven't heard from him since he left more than 30 years ago and I don't want to I carry a lot of guilt from that time and a lot of conflicted emotions I didn't beat him myself but I allowed him to be beaten and I thought he deserved it I was happy it happened I didn't try to kill him but I would have been happy if he died 
I will say that I do hope he was able to overcome his demons and live a normal life somewhere. If he wasn't able to do that, if he stayed the way he was, then I truly hope someone out there killed him. When I knew he was a rabid dog and whichever way it went, I just hope he still isn't out there hurting anyone else. My God. Well, asshole, you've allowed him to go out into the world and he could have been potentially hurting people all this time and he could still come back and hurt your damn daughter and her family. So thanks a lot. What do they what do you do with a case like that? Like I was I've been reading because there was a lot of threads on Reddit of people that have sociopathic kids and they try so hard to stay in their kids lives. You know, therapy. You said the meds. sociopath was born in 71. Yeah. OK. The spring of 71. I think of like the you know, I, age I, cannot, of I just I can't do it. And I'm sorry, but I would have been whooping his ass ben. a long time. ago. I wonder what happened to him. <clears throat> like, I don't like I feel like that beating did like, something did to go? him. So I feel like if as a child, he just needed probably Florida, <laughs> Florida man. OK, <laughs> I just feel like as a child, he just needed something to actually be afraid of. And maybe it needed to be a, a parent. And I'm I hate to say that, but like. He just felt like he could do whatever because they was literally letting him do whatever he wanted. Like, so you feel that this is him having needed structure in his life? I mean, because it sounds like it was a little deeper than that. I was thinking maybe beat with a structure. I don't know. If, like, yeah, like, I just feel like their discipline needed to be handled a little bit differently. And I don't know if that would have made the difference, but it felt like that beating was a, a good little landmark. And, you know, the mom had it pent up for so damn long. The dad said he felt like it was deserving. Why y'all ain't lay hands on him early? I'm not saying as a baby. You know, I'm not saying, you know, be thumping the baby or nothing like that. But, you know, the moment he got legs and he running around shitting on shit, like, he need to be, you know, handled. I think that very early on they chose to be kind of hands off. Yes. When they should have been throwing hands on. And so I think that that's what the problem was. Because as you can see, once the mama got her shit together and she looked at him and said, no, you didn't. And she went to working on his ass, two-piecing him up. All that pent-up pain. Because listen, you know, I commend them for doing the whole therapy thing. But, you know, I grew up in the era of, you know, Ricky Lake and Sal Jesse Raphael and, you know, the boot camp folks coming in. And, you know, putting the hammer down if the parents can't do it. So I don't know if he needed to be sent away or what, but that is crazy. Oh, she sent him away, all right. <laughs> yeah, and now he out in the world doing crazy shit to other people. She had that motherfucker looking like uh, Martin. Remember when on Martin, when Martin fought that boxer, he fought Tommy Hearns on the show, and he ended up all lumped up with that big-ass yes. head. That's how they had that boy looking. And I was reading through the comments, and there were a lot of pediatricians, psychiatrists, psychologists, therapists, counselors in the comments saying that the sad part with situations like this is that there's really nothing that parents can do and how you know they have to like one was saying that you have to put these kids in a psych ward mm -hmm. you know because there's just not it's an imbalance and there's mm -hmm. nothing that you could do at home to create the structure mm -hmm. that could help them that's what i would have done sent his ass to the you know to that floor whatever that floor was in the hospital that's where i would have put his ass especially because he'd been getting up there in age too it's like as a, getting as a, stronger and bigger yeah. and that's the thing yes. you have to do More that while you still have control you know what i mean as a parent and i think that they were too hands off and i think they just did not try hard enough to to get his ass under control 
and now he's somewhere being a Tasmanian devil in a town near you. We don't even know where this motherfucker is at. We all like vulnerable. a serial killer yeah. in the yes. making. Because like. the more you let a child get away with something, the more that they're going to feel entitled to it, especially, and that's going to translate hardcore as an adult. So it's like he out here thinking he can do literally whatever the fuck he wants to do. Like he knows how to push buttons and do all that extra shit. So <sighs> I'm terrified. I hope I never meet him. Praying for the the sister. Man. Great Man, movie. What a story. I, I, I watched that on Lifetime. Well, I mean, and the sequel. Uh, let's. What is the movie? Let's talk about Kevin. Yeah, it's similar. I, I've watched that movie, and it's very similar. Yikes! What like? I would okay. If there are any therapists or psychiatrists listening, I'd love to hear your input on. Yeah, me too. How would you yeah. treat this as a case? Because we, you know, all jokes aside, right, or right. even yeah, our yeah, yeah, yeah. unlicensed yeah. Okay. opinions, right. not, not professional, not professional opinions. I'm actually very curious what the course of treatment would be for a case this severe when he cut my baby all bets would have been off like that's that that would have been it i don't think i would have made it there all the shitting and pissing in random places and all that yeah that wouldn't have happened either but that's when (laughs) i would have checked his ass and i'd be like oh you going today (laughs) 72 hour hole begins now 72 Uh, i can keep him off 52 weeks for real (sighs) well Mm, mm, mm. So that was on Reddit under the confessions thread or forum rather. And it's titled, I stood by and allowed my wife to almost kill our son. I was happy she did it. You can actually just write, I stood by and allowed on Google and, and it pops right up because that's how popular it is. Yeah. Especially after that's you how much of an impact show. it made on the internet. Yeah. You know, the algorithm's going to catch it. Well, well, I hope he get coronavirus if he is still out there. <laughs> And I Ooh. hope that lock are getting mad cow since he want to be a mad cow. I'm like so curious what up. happened to him. Right? As a I, baby. I'm like, so curious. Was it something she ate while she was pregnant? But like, even beyond that, once that beating took place and he left the house, like where did he go? What did Florida. What became of him? He's George. It's the George Zimmerman story. I'm like, wouldn't so it be curious. crazy if he, like, left after having all that and then it's like, you know what? I'm going to start a new life and became, like, a nice person and shit. And like, just, wouldn't like, that be insane? Slate? I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, probably not, but I'm just saying that would be, Because like, if it's an imbalance of some sort. Right. He wiping shit on walls as we speak somewhere. Ooh. <laughs> uh-uh. Terrible. Man. Terrible. Well, so that was... Terrible. The confession <laughs> of the day. Wow, Reddit. Y'all be going in. Woo. It's so easy to get lost on that site because people share some stuff. Incredible stories, like, right? I mean, even the one that you read that other day about mm-hmm. the wife with the husband, like... I hope she's still around. I know. You never saw an update for that? No. <laughs> <laughs> Fran, no. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> uh-uh. uh uh <laughs> Oh my God! No, he just did the, Why? Why? the video from Candyman. Shh, no, shut up! Don't you say it. Uh-uh. This shit's wild. <laughs> or if if a listener has ever been in a situation like this, I would love to hear that too. And if you this is obviously common. If the bad seed is listening to this, we don't know you, so we was just opining <laughs> on the story. It's not personal. Leave us alone. Thank Ooh. you. And that's it for this week's hot button. I don't like that. You didn't like it. Mm mm. That was intense, that right? That was. That was a lot. 
a, a lot of different directions. A lot, like, I think what's scary about it is that I don't like I wouldn't know what to do. It's sad to be in a position where you're just like, what the fuck? And you try everything. <laughs> That's what you do. That's what you do. Justin just slammed an <laughs> imaginary person into the Choke wall. slam a motherfucker. That's what you do, goddamn. Hell yeah. <laughs> Figure four. Okay? That's what you do. <laughs> For real. Full Nelson. That's what you do. Put his ass in a full Nelson, friend. <laughs> and the father carrying that guilt. Well, I mean, he doesn't seem guilty. The father. Kind of. The father. Imagine him telling that story to his therapist. You think that's why the mama died of cancer? What type of cancer Carrying she had? Carrying the grief? Yeah. I mean, I, it didn't say. Dang. Man. Mm, that's terrifying. All of that. I wonder how the daughter's doing. We need an update. We need an update. Imagine being friends with someone and they have, like, a devil child, and you like, oh, no, nah, I ain't coming over this week. Like, uh, Hello? Like, yeah, one of the other stories I read was mainly the family just saying, like, how it's isolated them from society. Because wow. they can't have friends because it's not safe. No one can bring their kids over. Family obviously is not going to come over. They can't keep the kid <laughs> in school. They can't take the kid to a school. They can't keep jobs because where will the kid be while they're at work? Mm. Wow. So in it's the like, knives in the kitchen. <laughs> and it's just like a prison. And the last, the other story I read was just a parent being like, we really don't know what the fuck to do. Mm-mm. And trying everything. That's the thing. These parents really try everything. Like, everything. That mama show tried everything, <laughs> including MMA. Okay. She put the hammer down in his crevice. You hear me? She put her foot all inst his ass. And that's crazy because he was big already. She said, fuck that. Mama bear kicked out. <laughs> Damn. Don't fuck with my cubs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And bring in the wind chimes. Right. <laughs> okay. Great so have story you guys friend. thanks. Have you guys seen um have you guys been to the supermarket with this corona craze? I was in there yesterday. Did were the shelves empty in any no, they particulars? Were full. Really? Because mm-hmm. I know when the parts that I went to, some of the markets like obviously the cleaning stuff the cleaning is stuff is gone, gone. Uh-huh. um toilet paper was gone uh-huh. too people definitely stockpiled on that yeah <laughs> so yeah so <laughs> here's the thing there's this brand called tushy that sells bidets that you can put on your toilet really yes we supposed to get one and it's very cool remember did you get one i did <laughs> Yeah, this was so funny. This is how this came up. So Crystal came and up. I, <laughs> a couple months ago, Crystal Why has it. Crystal and I were talking about like the wildest campaigns we've ever been asked to do. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I told her about Tushy contacting me, and I was like, you know, I I didn't take it as cool as a brand as it is because I was like, I couldn't think of the creative for it because I wasn't gonna <laughs> sit on a toilet. <laughs> I was like, because you have to be in the picture, but you also have to highlight the bidet. So how do you do that? <laughs> how do you do that? It just, you know, it seemed Woo. a little challenging for me. I, I bet. <laughs> so I just, you know, passed on it. But I did get one. And it's very cool. It's... <laughs> I wish how you could see work, their friend? faces. So you hook it up to the sink? 
No, you well, yeah, it's, it comes from your tap water. So mm-hmm. it hooks up to your whatever the water system in your apartment are, is. Because I know that was one of the frequently asked questions. Like, is, is it, it toilet, toilet water? water? <laughs> my washing my ass with toilet water? You're absolutely not. The cool thing That'd about really it. That'd be fucked up because I'd be having blue water too. That Oh, hell. <laughs> you would be messed up. The cool thing about it is they have two different ones. They have a Tushy Classic which is just the water. And then they have a Tushy Spa where it's it's temperature controlled. So if you want the water to be a little warmer, (laughs) Sante's over here covering his face. But isn't that cool? I'm going to show you guys what it looks like. And it's really easy to install. Look how cute. Okay, hold this still for a second. Oh, okay, okay. The controls is on the side of the toilet. Yeah. Let me see this shit. And they have different colors if you want it in black. you like it because it's got them wood buttons. (laughs) (laughs) The bamboo one. The knobs. Isn't that cute, though? It's very cute. Very cool, very simple to use. You see right here is the hose right in the back of it. Right, so it'll spray the back of you. (laughs) And you see they have it in black. Oh, okay. They have it in rose. Black and white. No, I got the white and bamboo. <laughs> yeah, that looks a little cleaner. Right, and it's it's super nice. And like I said, it's really really easy to install. Look, it's like only four steps to install it. Uh, Crystal, after we had that combo, ended up buying one too, and she was like, "Bitch, life changing." She's right. Game changer, and um. <laughs> Especially now that people are having a hard time. I've seen a lot of people on Twitter saying they have not found toilet paper and kind of freaking out on what to do. Hey, now you can have a bidet. (laughs) It's $100. It's going to last you for a long time. It's very good quality. And it's really clean. Mm -hmm. Because using just toilet paper... I personally use wipes. Like them wet wipes? Yeah. I'm a little, wet. I'm a little cotton now every now and then. Yeah, you know, you want to make sure it's, it's yeah. clean, clean. Exactly, yeah. Toilet paper just wipes it off, but yeah. then you still have a poo residue on there. So I like the water. <laughs> a little residue-doo. <laughs> That's what they called it on the site. Residue-doo? residue-doo. <laughs> and the site has a couple of other things. They have a squatty potty. Hey, I really? Squatty potty. Which I love squatty potties. They call it the Tushy Ottoman, though. I'm trying to see the squatty it. potty. It's really, really cute. Oh, that squatty potty. Look how oh, cute. Oh, this is cute. Isn't it like really nice? So, what? So, that is. You put your feet up so you're in a squatter's position. Okay. I thought it was You've something never you shit seen in. It? When you got to use it, there ain't no bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. No, it's just like no, a little it, footstool that yeah. goes right under your toilet. So then you can pull it out. When you put your knees up in mm-hmm. that, it like opens up like your posture. Your you can expel it So a faster. less strenuous release of your bowel movements, which is really nice. And this one. <laughs> a less strenuous release. <laughs> yeah, because you're not supposed to push. You're not supposed to force. You're supposed to be right. clenching your ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Relax <have>. your ass. <laughs> <laughs> They have bamboo towels. They even have tushy travel. So you can you have like a traveling bidet. What what, what that look like? <laughs> Crystal got that one too. Of course she did. Uh, which I think is really cool. Hold on, those are the I'm showing them the uh We on the website. Make the sure y'all travel. you know go look at it so you can see all the same things we looking at. <laughs> An interactive segment. Right. I'm trying to press Till she travel, but it's taking you me can, to, you the, can show me that later. to the bamboo. I can look at the travel later. <laughs> oh, here it is. Hey, okay, cool, right? 
Oh, okay, I get it. So what? So you fill that up with water, and then you and you, you push up. that hose in your asshole, <laughs> and then you smash it down, and all the water shoots up in you. That's how it works. That's how it works. Okay. <laughs> so depending on how hard you smash it down, is how clean your ass gets, right? I mean, it's up to you. <laughs> I wonder, can you stomp on it? You can. That's what the I would pressure. be doing. And I love it because it fits all so, standard toilets, mm-hmm. no electricity, plumbing, or uh, other skills to required to put it together you literally unscrew the toilet seat pop the tissue on connect the water and get to pooping what if you like want to because some people need two of them <laughs> why would you need two does it fit all at all size asses though <laughs> like you know what i mean the yeah. nozzle just it shoots water yeah. so it doesn't matter it don't go never mind <laughs> I, <don't... laughs> I was just asking you know <laughs> When it comes time to siphon, I wonder if, you know. And I was reading on their site where one of the questions was, what's the problem with using toilet paper anyway? And it says, after you poop and wipe with toilet paper, the frequent and repetitive motion can cause skin to break down and thin, which can lead to tearing and skin buildup over time. Bringing a bidet into our routine would, by and large, eliminate those consequences. It's easy, it's fast, appropriately hygienic, environmentally sound, because you don't have to cut down trees for this. And it really allows everyone to get a sense of complete and utter cleanliness. Wonderful. Something to consider. Mm -hmm. I think it's cool. I know it's it's edgy for some people when they come into the bathroom. They're like, no, is that a bidet? That's real European. <laughs> right? I think it's cool. I used to love seeing in movies when I was younger. Especially when it's warm. Like, uh, you remember in BAPS? Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> when they seen the bidet in the hotel for the first time. <laughs> like, stuff like that always makes me think, oh, oh this is cool. pretty classy. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it's cool. It's something to consider. It's a new little uh, gadget that I'm sure a lot of people would think would cost a lot more than it does. And the fact that it's so cute and easy to install stall and good for your hygiene get your tissue right get your tissue get your poopoo right shout so out to tissue. shout out to tissue the website is hello tissue.com that's h-e-l-o-t-u-s-h-y.com now tushy real good <laughs> and that's it for this week's wellness segment asante what you got for us today mr music man Well, well, another week in the music. Uh, Another great week in music, actually. A lot of really cool tracks have come out. A lot of things to talk about. Um, I think I just want to, like, shout out names and see if you guys have listened. And uh, for those of you listening, if you haven't listened, you just have a a gaggle of things to check out. A gaggle. It's Pisces season, so I will start off with Janae Aiko. Hey. She has released Chilombo. Um, I have not had a chance to listen to it yet. I have a lot of things to get to. Uh, have either of you had a chance to listen to anything outside of the singles? You listen to the project, friend? Of course. Yes. I really sat with it, too. What'd you think? I really like it. Yeah? It's what you expect from Janae. Yeah. You know, she's going to calm you down. I, I saw a lot of people saying it was boring or they couldn't get through it, but I feel no, like... People say that every time. But I feel like... um it's one of those albums you have to listen to in context. You know, like, mm-hmm. if you're in a hyper mood, it's probably not the one for right. you. If you're, like, ne- in the morning needing to, like, gradually ease into the day. Like, I need my morning routine to be, like, calm mm-hmm. until I'm, like, fully awake. You can't wake up crump. No, I can't. I know some people need that. Like, they'll turn on loud ass. <laughs> you do. <laughs> I can't. I need something calm to help me kind of, like, easefully wake up and... This is the type of album that's perfect for it. Nice. I've been digging all the singles, so I was 
I, I know I have something good to get into with the album. So I like I'm One Way Street with Absol. I like trying to smoke. <laughs> I like that. Dope, right? Yeah. The so melodies that's your, that's on your that. pick from mm-hmm. there, trying to smoke. Damn. Well, I'm gonna get into the album a little bit later. You know what I'm saying? Had to make sure I shout Janae out first. Um, Lil Uzi Vert has dropped Eternal Atta- a Take. Have you listened? Dope as fuck. Yeah, you fucking will. Same. Yeah. I can't stop listening to that way. Like, and I. I want it that way. (laughs) I want it that way. That's my shit. That is my shit. Yes. I've been banging that, y'all. Like. He's dope. Love yes. it from beginning to end. Shout out to Uzi. He only had one feature on the project, and it was Sid. And I thought that that was really, really random, but really cool and dope when I listened. So shout out to Uzi. I'm just so happy we finally got this project. It's been on ice for I don't even know how long we've been waiting say, on it. I was going to say, how long have people been waiting? <laughs> we've been, I don't know. This is my third day. I just got here. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up That'll soon. <laughs> Um, so yeah, shout out to Uzi. So happy that you gave us a project. I want you to keep giving us visuals for it because you just that kind of nigga. So thank you for that. Um, Brent Fias dropped "Fuck the World." Um, did he drop that this past week or the week before? Week before. Oh well, I just was able to, to check out Brent Fias' uh, "Fuck the World," and a lot of re- uh, it's it's a really cool vibe, and I actually think that it matches in what I feel like I might get with um, parts of Janae because I've always vibed with Brent. He's always been a really really cool. Um, uh, R&B, but still, like, this kind of, like, lucid... I don't know. It, it, it's dope. He's in his bag. He's not doing a lot of what everybody else is doing. He's always kind of, uh, you know, marching the beat of his own drum. So I'm fucking with Brent Fias. So check it out. It's only 10 tracks. Um, also, artist I want to talk about is Brandon Banks. I don't know if you've ever heard of Brandon Banks. Um, I just know he has a song on his project that he just dropped. It's called Static. It's an EP. But he has a song on there called Self, and it's featuring Mariba. So I was listening to that song. Hey, Mariba. And then, okay, shout out to Miriam Mariba. <laughs> but uh, Brandon Banks dropped the project, checked out the song with Mariba just because I love her so much, and I actually fell in love with the song. And so the project is really, really dope. Uh, again, it's Brandon Banks. The project is called Static. It's an EP, and it's only six tracks. So check him out. I think he's a fairly new artist. Um, I've seen, uh, I see one other project from him, an album called Tides that came back in 2018. But, uh, you know, if you're familiar with him, shout him out. Keep putting him on. Also, I want to uh, shout out. Oh, lastly, actually, I want to shout out because I just want to kind of. Oh, actually, I guess not lastly. Drake put out a bunch of music. Um, Have you listened to any of Drake songs? Were they leaks or he put them out? Well, they were up on the. On, on his SoundCloud, so mm-hmm. maybe not. Yeah, since it was like the official like SoundCloud on, on the YouTube, so I just felt like they were his his stuff, but yeah. I haven't seen it like um like him talk about it or anything. Yeah, it sounds good. But uh, yeah, you listen to both mm-hmm. tracks too. Yeah, so I'm fucking with Drake. Always excited to hear from Aubrey, even though it's not even it's nowhere near October, but I can always use a little bit of October. It's very young. So check out Drake. And speaking of Drake, uh, what's the nigga name? Lil Yachty dropped a track, uh, dropped a video. Actually, have you? Did you watch Lil Yachty's video? I did. No. Uh, so he's doing a parody of Oprah, and it's called Bopra. The Bopra oh, Show. Oh, okay. I did see mm-hmm. that with uh, the baby. Yep. So yeah. it's a song with uh, the baby and Drake on it. But then the whole video is um, the song with pieces of this uh, skit that they're doing where Yachty is Oprah. Pretty fucking funny, <laughs> so but good. the song is hard. I fuck with it. So check out Yachty, Drake, and the baby. And the last thing I want to talk about is my fave, uh, Megan Thee Stallion. Mm-hmm. She dropped Sugar. Um, Sugar is sweet. 
<laughs> it gave me diabetes on the first listen. I'm fucking with it. Um, I'm really, really happy for Megan because she's given us a little bit. She's given me a little bit uh, more of like a a versatile sound. You know, there aren't a lot of things that people like to fuck with what artists do. And one of them is singing. But her voice <laughs> is not. This is going to sound terrible, but her voice is not the most. It's not the worst. And I feel like when we're in this state of, like, all these male rappers that come out doing these, like, bad auto-tune songs and they're calling themselves rappers, it's like, oh, y'all got to shut the fuck up. But then when I'm hearing Megan do it, it's kind of like, there's an opportunity here. Because <laughs> when I used to hear Nicki do it, I bet I don't want to hear you do this shit. Right. Because, you know, I just didn't feel like her voice was, you know, very, you know, melodical, you know. But Megan, there's some opportunities there. So I was really fucking with what she was doing. Um, especially on Crying in the Car. I, I really like that song. I love that. Love that Sorry. song. I love it. <laughs> love that song. I do like that track, though. <laughs> I can't My stop playing it. My favorite is Captain Hook. Captain Hook. And speaking of Captain Hook, the and video. Savage. The, Classy, bougie, ratchet. ratchet. Hey. Sassy, moody, hey. nasty. Um, a track. I'm very upset because we're going to be recording. Oh, actually, no, I might be homebody. Never mind, never mind. But the Captain Hook video come out tonight. So oh, okay. It's going to be, by the time you listen, you can go check out Megan Thee Stallion's Captain Hook video. Check it out. Show some love. Tell the friends I'm sent you. You know what I'm saying? Um, she also has a song on there with Kalani, Hit My Phone. I really, really like the the production for that song. It's like this West Coast vibe. Like I like that too, though. That part I do. Yeah, yeah like like I don't hear anything, but I, I like the whole like like Megan doing that type of like party jumping type of beat. Like I like that. So that gave me like there was an opportunity there, and it kind of goes in line with what she was giving me on um the phony people song like if she kind of could give like like I like when pimps can give different vibes like almost like she could do a track with Snoop Dogg or something like that's what that was giving me so hit my phone had an opportunity there uh B-I-T-C-H I was fucking with it since it came out videos out she's looking great in the video mm-hmm. uh doing everything right um I'm fucking with Megan Thee Stallion check out Sugar's nine tracks I love the cover art love the cover art love the first track and the last track I, I usually, love that first song I usually hate uh, intro songs on on certain projects. Like when I hear people do their first track, I'm usually like, eh, you didn't care about this enough, or uh, here's your little story. I don't give a fuck about." But, What's the first track? Uh, ain't, ain't equal. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and the first and the line out the gate is, "I lost my um my um, my mom, my granny in the same month." Oh, yeah. Like she just like out the gate. Mm-hmm. And then the last track is what I need, and I felt like you know, sugar is what I need. So thank you to Stallion for giving me what I need. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. Uh, I'm actually not gonna play anything for this segment because I just want to talk about those things, and I'm happy that I did without forgetting. So now I will just ask you all what you been listening to lately friend what you been listening to i don't have anything to play either okay because i only listened to janae's album um this week that's it okay so what's your favorite song on janae's album uh what is it one way street with absol that's my favorite all right friend's not gonna play it but i'm gonna play it (laughs) because i need to listen to the damn thing anyway so this is one way street featuring absol I'm fucking with it. Okay. 
hard. <laughs> Loving it. It's so good. I think it's Loving my favorite. Because it. as soon as it hit, I was like, ooh, that's one the one. I can't shoot. remember what that sounds street. like, but on the one last project. So good. And um, that, and really, I like all of them, though. It's a good album. It is. Something about the production that uh, reminds me of one of the songs on Trip, and I got to go back and listen to it. Mm. Like one of the freestyles or something. I don't know. But and yes. I like Surrender with her dad doing uh, some guided meditation in the end. Of course, she brought the crystal singing bowls. <laughs> Dr. Chill. So I was here for that. Just a very cool album. Very peaceful. Well, I'm going to check it out. All right, then. Dustin Ross, what have you been listening to? Well, I'm just going to go off then since y'all don't want to play nothing. Go I'm going to play a bunch go of ahead. shit. <laughs> so the first thing I want to play is this song by this rapper from the Bay named Larry June. Um, he got a project <laughs> oh, called Out the Trunk. Yeah, I fuck with Larry June. He got a project Tristan called Out the Trunk. Um, and it's a song in there called Organic Smiles that I love. He sampled um, Angela Winbush and Renee and Angela, your smile. So listen. Shit is crazy as a motherfucker, baby. For real. You know, this is my happy place. Damn. Trying to change my ways, you know. I've been feeling like this for a minute. You just can't seem to pick the right one, huh? You get off at five, I should come, huh? A veggie pizza, a movie, and a back rub. Why you looking like that? You know I love that pretty face. Keep doing it, babe. You always make a nigga. Even on my bad days, you forever my lady. All right, so that's Organic Smiles by Larry June. <laughs> right? Um, the next song that I want to play for you guys is by... Vicky Lowe, who is um, a bounce artist. If his name artist. on it, then mine right beside it. Real, Real fucking ride or die. So Vicky Lowe is a bounce <laughs> artist out of New Orleans who I'm obsessed with now. Um, y'all know I have long had love for bounce music. Mm -hmm. Y'all know this ain't nothing new over here. You know what I'm saying? I'm not no culture vulture. I just <laughs> literally identify with them. So um, this song is called Make Up to Break Up, and I know it's going to sound so good in the club. So DJs, you really need to play this. Super, super fire. That's the way it sounds the whole way through. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with that. Okay, the next song I'm going to play is by Young Nudie. Um, his album, Anyways, just came out, and this song is called Blue Cheese Salad. I know that's a stupid name for the song, but this is my shit, y'all. Listen, I've been listening to this all week. <laughs> I tell you, I only make stoner music, gangster music, killer music, fuck your whole music, take your whole music. <laughs> Chill. She say boss up, so I drop the top on that bitch. She want fucking with me when they have shit, but she want this. All this money that I'm getting, I ain't giving shit. 
in the trap spot, count up tryna add it. Fuck a hoe and blow a bit, you know that hoe is nasty. Bitch, I live a savage life and bitch, I live in lavish. I'm a hot boy, in my pocket full of salad. Missing with that rap money, turn that shit to blue cheese. Nigga, Mitch, in my name, you know that boy is switchy. Bitch, say I pay for you, sound crazy. Yeah, I like that shit. It's tight. That's Young Nudie. Let me see if I got something else. Young Nudie. Oh, yes. How could I forget? Okay. So let me see how many I'm going to play. One more thing. Maybe two, but one for sure. <laughs> so Say So by Doja Cat is blowing up. Oh, my up. God. Like, she's shit. totally Killing having it. a moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I see her having, like, her Lizzo year. You know what I'm Hell saying? Like, yeah. bring it on. Doja Cat is really talented. And she knows it, too, which I, I fuck love. With her. So um, a good friend of mine, shout out to my boy Melo. He put me on Doja Cat a long time ago because mm-hmm. Wine Pine You was my shit. Mm-hmm. But there's Remember, a song. Remember, we've been talking about her for a Doja minute. Cat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. When she was a Doja Kitten. Mm-hmm. So. But she has a song Before on, she was a cow mooing Around the damn thing yeah. She has a song on Hot Pink Called Talk Dirty That's my shit So here we go It's the last song I'm gonna play Hot I Pink think. is a really good album too By the way I ain't listen to it Sure is TikTok kids have gotten their hands on it. They already did a little dance to it and everything. Oh, Lord. (laughs) I can't even keep up with the dances. Right. All right. There's one more song, but I'm not going to play it. Just listen to Jadakiss's new album. There's a song on there with two chains called Angels Getting Pedicured. That's the shit. That's my shit, y'all. So anyway, that's it. You know who I randomly uh, listened to at the gym this week? Who? I think I told you last week. Moneybag Yo. Oh, yeah. You have been talking about that. I don't know where that came from. Fire, But that project is crazy. Time served. Crazy. The whole thing, too. On the treadmill, Good let me for tell you. Friend. you. Good <laughs> for you, friend. I'd be like, bitch, you play. <laughs> yes. I know the girl next to me this morning was like, what the like, fuck? Like, who's the bitch that played? <laughs> you nosy, okay? Man, but shout out to Moneybag, yo. Shout out to Moneybag, yo. Well, shout out to everybody's listens lately. I'm about to hand this segment over, but one last thing I forgot. Uh, my homeboy, V, I've talked about him on the show before oh, because yeah, his name is V. because he's hard to find. Like, why did you do that to us? <laughs> um, he has a new single out called Heartbeat. He just released it. And um, he's in New York right now, actually. But he's going to oh, be gone hey. by the time people care. Um, well, I'm just pretending he's here for my birthday because he didn't know that it was my birthday this time he was here. It was funny. <laughs> but this is the single. It's called Heartbeat. It's brand new. Um, I guess I'll post this on my Twitter or something because I don't know how you're going to find him since his name is literally just the letter <laughs> fucking V. But again, this track is called Heartbeat. I'm burning up to get what I've 
Okay. Yo, he did his thing. That's really nice. Yeah, shout out to V. He like always uh, dancing in here. Does something a little clubby and whatnot, and uh, sometimes something a little feelsy. So shout out to him. Tell Can't me wait to that. See. Okay. Well, I got to say it Well, you got to say it to me anyway. (laughs) But uh, shout out to him always doing his thing. Always fucking with his creativity and all of you out there being creative. Shout out to all the artists that listen to the show and support. I'm always randomly stalking you all, um, trying to listen to music. I may forget to shout you out at times, but I'm going to remember when I remember because I see y'all out there doing y'all thing. Y'all to come up, kids. So keep doing it. And with... No, with nothing else I've to talk about, I'm going to give it over to Dustin Ross. Got the perfect segue for you. Segue for me. Since we're going in the TV land, your artist V that you just mentioned. Yes. Perfect collab opportunity. Dr. Jackie is on a press tour for her new book, The Queen V. Oh, shit. I was trying to see what the connection is going to be. How's he going to align this? He can perform at all of her book signing events. (laughs) That music that was just playing, I think that would sound amazing in the background while you're signing books and meeting us, you know, the author. she comes out on stage. Yeah, you know, Dr. Jackie enjoys that moment. So I think there's an opportunity there. I thought you were going to talk about light-skinned Keisha on Love Hand Pop. I'm actually not even going to discuss that. Um, (laughs) I did, okay, before I go any further, though, I want to give one quick shout-out um, to Elijah Ahmad Lewis, who is an amazing singer and um, Broadway performer. He's actually currently on Broadway and Ain't Too Proud, the musical. And last night I was at Red Rooster in Harlem. They have live music on Monday nights, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And he went the fuck in. Do you mm-hmm. hear me? Like, I was blown away by his performance. I've seen him sing there before, but... Last night he was going in. Some of it is on my Insta story right now, um, but he was incredible. So shout out to you, Elijah Ahmad Lewis, and check him out in Ain't Too Proud on Broadway. Anyway, back to television. Really ain't nothing to talk about. The Housewives was good as fuck, though, this week. It was good. The Housewives was good, y'all. And this conversation (laughs) is for people that watch. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like to go in depth on it here anymore because I feel like it's just, it's such a niche group of people. You know what I mean? Mm. That'll really you know, that that content will land for. But just know, it has been amazing. The reunion is coming up. I was um, actually with Cynthia this week. They pre-taped Watch What Happens Live. And so I went with her, kicked it with her there. We went out to dinner and stuff afterward. The reunion's coming up, y'all. I can't wait. The reunion is coming up. I liked how on this uh, last episode they did it all like journalistic when Mm -hmm. they did the opening. Mm -hmm. Like I like Mm -hmm. when they have to mix up the editing style, you know, because of the shit. But I also can't wait for the reunion because I've been watching um, Nene and her press run. Yeah. And she's been looking amazing, but um, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's so sad to see what a fallen, you know, yeah. what a fallen star in our our in yeah. our eyes. Um, but anyway, so The Housewives was good. Um, I'm really looking forward to a lot of the other new shows that have come out recently, though. And seeing them be a success, like 20s on BET. Oh, 20s yeah. is the new Lena Waite series mm-hmm. um, that is, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. I'll just put it to you like that. I'm in love with the lead character, um, Hattie. Um, it just It's just an amazing show. I love the chemistry between the friends um, who make up the cast. And it's just a really, really fresh piece to me. It's like nothing else that's out. On um, BET, right? Yeah, it comes on BET. It's called 20s, and I laughed. <laughs> like, I'm telling y'all, it made me laugh. Um, so 20s was really good. I'm also looking forward to Boomerang Season 2. 
I enjoyed the first season. I like just seeing these young black actors um, be able to really take these roles and make them their own. This Boomerang reboot is a reboot in the name only, um, and the characters are connected to the original film, but that's it. It's a whole new story. It's and, their kids, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and it's just it's just good, and those actors are doing their thing on the show. Um, so I'm really looking forward to season two, which comes on this week, actually. Um, let me think what else. Um, the other day was 227 day, February 27th. It was a few days ago now. But on that day, Jack A. Harry was um, celebrated on Twitter. And Aww, it made me go back cute. down the 227 rabbit hole. 227 Ew. was an incredible sitcom. <laughs> and oddly enough, I'm going to tell you this and then let you guys go. Um, no. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, Jack A. Harry did to Marla Gibbs what Marla Gibbs did to Isabel Sanford on the Jeffersons when the Jeffersons first and I know this because of a really in-depth interview that Marla Gibbs did on Vlad TV when the Jeffersons first premiered Isabel yes Isabel (laughs) she was kicking knowledge Isabel Sanford who played Wheezy was the big star at the time George Sherman Hemsley was not and neither was Marla Gibbs Florence um, Marla Gibbs Mm -hmm. who played Florence but her role, people people identified so well with George and with Florence and their banter, they became the stars of the show. So after she left that successful run there and did 227, she's now the star. She has a lot of say-so in the way that the show is developed and produced. Here comes Jack A. Harry, who gets his role, and people she becomes a fan favorite. The writers kind of start writing the scripts to really, like, you know, amplify her role. And so it's just a cycle repeating itself. I'm mm. fascinated by all those kinds of wow. stories. And Marla Gibbs also went into detail about how she wanted the pay to be, as, as her star rose, so did her pay. And she went to the network and wanted all the others to have their pay increased as well. Oh, wow. She just, it was a beautiful conversation about negotiating and just, it was just fascinating. So if you get a chance, watch that's the Marla Gibbs she interview didn't just on think Black her TV. Own yeah, pay. yeah. Mm. I feel like that's rare. She probably. was kicking real yeah. shit. So that's it. That's dope. Thanks for talking about TV with me, y'all. Damn! <laughs> we want more! More TV land! As, what, oh, okay. What? No! 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 No, I'm just playing. I, I was like, you're really passionate about this. Well, you know, people always say, that's when talk about this. And I'll be like, damn, we should have talked about that. But I can't think of nothing now anyway. So. Yeah, I don't listen to that shit. <laughs> <laughs> the people! The people! But As yeah. always, we love you so much. Thank you so mm-hmm. much for listening. And we will catch you guys next week. Stay black and protect your magic. You Bye. and your bidet.